let corporate America do whatever the fuck it wants to. But if you're prepared to treat every job as a temp job, you're going to win. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hey, Workwives. This is Marissa from Miami. I've been applying for jobs and I got an offer that's temporary for 90 days. Is that a red flag? Solid cue. It is a solid cue. And I particularly love this question because it's come up in our coaching life. And I think it's really relevant to all of us who are looking for jobs because we need jobs. This is also language I've been hearing recently, like a temp job. Before we dive too far into answering your question, Marissa, I want to like, let's clarify a few things around temp jobs. So I had a temp job once. This is one of those many things, which will not surprise you, Holland, um, that does not exist on my LinkedIn. Note to everyone, (laughs) you don't have to put every job on your LinkedIn. Exactly. It does not need to be a CV. That's a different vibe. So for about six weeks, I want to say I had this temp job and like, this was 2017. I was like in this transition between like what I wanted to do and what I wanted to do. <laughs> and that was a vibe. It was, it was year that vibe. That was the year that I filed my taxes and made $11,000. So that's the, the realm we're in. The year before that was $9,000. I was going to say this is a step up for you actually. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> we've increased. Moment, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> increased our pay by a like lot a actually. 13% increase. <laughs> I know we're like, doing, wow. It's doing a great job. Um, but I, I had been kind of like hopping around to my family and like strengthening my family relationships, which just helped a whole lot now. That's yeah. the priority I went into that year with. But I, I finally like was sitting around Idaho Falls and I decided it's about time I make some money. <laughs> so I was looking for jobs online and there was this job, there was this job at the mayor's office that I thought was like pretty interesting, but the mayor's office was not hiring. It was actually a, an agency and I didn't, I didn't get it. So I was just like, I'm going to go poke at it until I understand it. Turns out a temp agency like was hosting this job. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's like because city budget, I don't, I don't know what the reason sure. is. Sure. Seems shady. I won't vote for that mayor. It's fine. <laughs> I, I sorted out that it was eventually like a temp agency that was hiring to put someone in this position. I was like, interesting. So I stepped in to their office. I like, did all the things to to become a person that gets jobs from temp agencies. You have to like become a member of the agency. It's kind okay. of this weird moment. Interesting. Yeah. And then they'll just like call you when they have stuff available for you. Ah, it, so you went in looking for a particular job. Yes. And ended but up, you would get calls about other jobs as well. Yes, okay. totally. So in the course of like waiting to hear from the mayor's office, they were like, well, you're here. We have this like office job you might be interested in. I was like, great. I will take this as something to do right now. The goal was make money. So I did. I like took this temp job and it was a company in town who had been in business for 50 some odd years and they were moving their headquarters from one location to another and they didn't want to take all their old paperwork with them. So they were digitizing a bunch of invoices like in accounts receivable and accounts payable. They just like take a stack of papers, scan them, file them, shred them. Sure. So boring. (laughs) So boring. Just you're surrounded by like piles of paper at all moments. Oh my god, it was awful. Like the like if anyone who knows me is like, how did you do that for six weeks? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Actually, I do know. So I <laughs> because I because I was in this moment where I needed to like 
really think deeply about my life. Yeah. Right. Cause you were in between careers yeah. properly. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And with, without a plan, like I, this is the development of the three moves, right? Like I was like, I don't, I don't even know what my first move is. Although mm. I need, I know I need to like making money to sustain my lifestyle. Cause that was it. <laughs> living off the graces of my cousins. Bless you all. Not a, not a vibe. Right. <laughs> um, so, I, so I did, I like, I listened to, I started with like audiobooks, but like, productive ones. I listened to all of Emily Post's etiquette, which let me tell you. Explain so much. Vibe. Yeah. She's <laughs> she's doing a great job. Um it's in the public domain, so lots of people have done it. So I listened to it like three or four times by different like, oh, like voice different actors. readers. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is doing a great job. Um and then but then I really got into like thinking about my life. So I had like all these stacks of papers around doing me. Doing all this kind of like um annual uh, work. What are you trying to say? What's it like when you don't have to think about it. Like it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. The, yeah. I was doing all kinds of work that was like just mindless. Honestly. Yeah. A hundred percent because yeah. it's just like move the paper through the digitizer that way. Do you know what I mean? Like just, yeah. and I, repeat ad nauseum. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but I, I like had a, st- a stack of sticky notes next to my desk and I got to like write down like, all the ideas that I had and I put them up on the wall in front of me because I was in a cubicle. At the end of the day, I would take a look at these sticky notes and see if there were any common themes. And if there were, I'd like put that into my journal and the rest of my um, toss. So just like, like it was going to be a two week thing. I was like, I can do this for 14 days. Sure. Fine. And then at the end of the two weeks, the manager was like, we still have more to go and you're great. Would you mind? Like, I was like, I feel fine about this. So it turned into six weeks. But still that, looking for a job actively. Yeah, didn't totally. quite land mm-hmm. one yet. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was like very, like, she was so great. She was like, I understand this is temporary. So if you need to take some time off in the middle of the day to like go interview to other places, I totally support that. Just let me know. And I was like, fantastic. She, Props. she's great. Like yeah. I, I need to remember her name so I can like send her some flowers or something. Like you changed my life. Also, oh. we used you on the podcast. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so like, Anyway, point being, I ended up, this is where, this is like before I got into starting in magazines and whatever, whatever, I had this like six week temp job. Now that was like a real temp job placed through an agency. A temp agency. Yes. yes. That's, that's kind of the big definition of like capital T temp job. There is a go between that exists between people who need some temporary work and businesses who have a specific task needs to get done. And it's not big enough to hire a whole person. Right. Right. And you're, you had a temp job. Yes. Whilst. Looking for a job in corporate America. 100%. Those are different. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what Marissa's dealing with is not a capital T temp job no. in the way we normally think about it. Agreed. She's got a corporate America firm offering a temp job. What does that mean? What's the definition of a temp job in Marissa's case? What I think the world is trying to convey, or at least corporate America is trying to convey here when they say temp job, is like you're in this probationary space, right? Mm. Where like your health insurance benefits, your like whatever don't really kick in for 90 days. It costs a company about $55,000 to onboard someone new. They try to spread that cost over some time. So before they sink money into like paying for your health care, paying for your what, like matching your 401k, doing all that, they're going to see if you're going to work out. 90 days. Yeah. Which is honestly, that's one of the reasons we tell you not to change your LinkedIn for 90 days. You're putting that company on probation too. You guys need to test each other out. And I don't know where this temp language has come from, from this job, Marissa, that you've applied for. Yeah. But I, I would say maybe five years ago, they would call it, you're on probation. You're in a probationary period. You're in a trial period. You're whatever for 90 days. I've mm-hmm. also heard it called temp to perm. Yeah. probably what okay. you're experiencing, yep. Marissa. Yeah. So it's like, there's the option to like, for it to become this permanent position, sure. which we'll talk about shortly. But temp to perm, temp. Mm-hmm probationary. Yeah. These terms might all come up to describe this kind of thing. So 
Holland, we've we've talked about this recently with the women that we are coaching currently. I mean, she's more your mentee than my mentee, so you get to talk about it after the break. Perfect. We have some big news. Yeah, we do. We've been coaching for a while. Um, to great success. I think we're responsible for, we might be a pushing a million dollars. We might be responsible for a million dollars in people's accounts right now. What we're telling you is <laughs> we are opening our client list to the public, uh, which has never been done before. And the first and only place you're going to hear about that is subscribing to our email list. To sign up for our email list, visit our website, askyourworkwife.com. We will not spam you, but we want to make sure that if you really need customized, personalized, tailored coaching and how to get more out of corporate America, we want you to hear about it first. So sign up. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Let's make it two million, ladies. Hey. So we're circling back uh, to Mirza's question around whether or not a temp job is a red flag. I just had this experience with one of our mentees just the other day. She's looking for jobs and the first offer that she got was a temp to perm. And mm. it was really interesting to observe her kind of relative sense of security around the offer in hand, this temp to perm, oh. versus like some theoretical permanent offer that for her hadn't quite come through the door sure. yet, but kind was of she, weighing these options. Yeah, was she not apt to take the temp to perm over... That could be permanent. Yeah, exactly. So that was part of it is like, you know, I want to wait for this like permanent position. There's big air quotes for me around the word permanent. Let's start. Let's start. That's there. exactly right. Uh -huh. That's exactly right. Because every job is an at will employment situation. You could be fired at any moment. That makes every job a temp job. I don't care, care if it says temp to perm probationary or otherwise. Mm -hmm. That's it, it. It could be temp on your side or on their side. That's exactly like, right. And you're a line item on sunk costs is what you are. So <laughs> you hi. could be fired at any moment. So what we've said and taught you to do is that you have to be ready to quit at any moment mm -hmm. you have to be ready to quit at any moment we've talked about that in episode six episode six it's very important <laughs> to us that you always have an exit strategy exactly. so we put it up top like exactly at the very top of our lives quitting's for everyone five episodes later always have an exit strategy like the ask your work wife way is always have a bag packed you go bag your go folder always have mm -hmm. an exit strategy and part of that is expecting it to be a quote temporary job Right. Because you're going to fucking quit for your next move. I don't care whether that's inside, outside the company. You are making your next move and you're planning on that. And the more that I think about it, like this woman in accounts payable in my actual temp job placed by a temp agency yeah. is how every manager should see the people that work for her. Like they are here for a moment and then they're going. And the I, best managers are helping them get there. In yes, fact, exactly. This is back to episode two where my original OG mentor first meeting in his office after he hired me was okay. What's next? That's right. Right. And I'm just like to be so forward thinking and progressive. God bless you. Yes. Like, thank you. Part of the reason this resonates for me personally, Marissa is because I want to be in charge of my career. The ask your work wife way. Are we just going to keep saying <laughs> that? I think we are. Okay. It's going to go on a shirt like, or something. Oh my God. But like the way that we do things here is you take control. You learn the rules of the game. You play by the rules. You <laughs> take advantage of the rules and you win. Yes. That's what we do. And for me, that means I don't want to be acted upon. I feel like now is the time for a little bit of a soapbox. I love a good Vanessa soapbox. I know, right? Here's what I'm not understanding. We've talked about quitting's for everyone. We've talked about your next three moves. Now even, at you know, whatever the time marker is in this episode, <laughs> treating every job as a temp job. Knowing that you're going to leave, your manager should be helping you leave, <laughs> take their job even so they can level up or yes. just get the fuck out. Right. Why is it then 
that we as millennials, why are we having these like emotive sessions on LinkedIn about leaving a job or a company laying you off or like not being able to stick in a job for 20 years? That was never our MO. We were the ones who were supposed to fuck up corporate America by jumping from job to job to job to job every couple of years. That was horrifying to boomer recruiters just maybe five years ago. And all of a sudden I have these, I have every single person my age be like, well, I can't believe the company did that to me. I was planning to be here for 20 years. I'm like, who does that? Who our age plans to be anywhere for 20 years? I don't know when millennials became such company men. Where like my parents, your parents would go work for one company their whole life, get in their 20s and like climb the corporate ladder and retire with some pension. They'd get like all the 10 year, 15 year, 25 year, whatever bonuses, like pens, bottles of champagne, globes, <laughs> clocks, watches, engraved things, whatever, whatever the thing is. Right. And like and then they would retire. And we were supposed to be the generation that was fucking that up. We were supposed to be changing jobs every two years. We, we were supposed to have the resumes that scared the shit out of boomer recruiters because you were changing jobs every two years. We were supposed to be acting in our own self-interest. We were supposed to be the generation that wasn't letting corporate America take care of us because we couldn't trust it. It was 2008 when we all graduated. And yet when I open LinkedIn and I see people my age being horrified at layoffs, the language they're using is, I expected more from this company. I expect them to take care of me. I was part of a team or a family. Right red flag. I'm seeing this like company man mentality where like I was going to be in this company for 20 years. Like you guys, this company was never going to take care of you. Never. You are a sunk cost line item. That's it. Did you suddenly age 30 years? That's not our generation. I don't know when we lost this like, I don't know, fuck it up mentality. It's like we're giving away our power. Yes, exactly. It's it's us choosing to be acted upon by saying, I want a company that like provides all my snacks, that pays me lunch, that gives me a foosball table, that like Makes me feel whole as a person. Yes. I'm like, my, I'm value aligned to their mission, vision, values. I'm like, their mission, vision, value statement is adding to their bottom line, period. That's the one they're not telling you. Everything above that is marketing copy. So if you're drinking the Kool-Aid, I'm, I, I hate to break it to you, but the next layoff is going to surprise the fuck out of you. And that's not the position we want you to be in. We want you to be empowered, acting for yourself. Exactly. Not being acted upon. Which is why, Marissa, we want you to treat every job as a temp job. This is a reminder not only for you who asked this question, but for us and everyone else listening out there who's in the whole generation. If I could shout this from the top <laughs> of the Empire State Building, I super would. But like, you guys, when you enter a job, be prepared to leave that job. When you're interviewing for jobs, have multiple jobs going. I take interviews all the time and I'm very satisfied with my current role. The company is not going to take care of you. Be prepared to leave at any moment. Your manager should be helping you to do just that. We have to remind ourselves of these things. All the time. Because it's, I think you talk about this. Human beings get, what do you, what do you call it? Habituation? Habitu yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they get so used to what they have. They just expect that to go on forever. Newsflash, it's not. Vanessa, we've just done a lot. Oh my gosh. It was such a soapbox. I loved it, but nevertheless. A purposeful soapbox. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I think. Um, Marissa, we want to take it back to your question. You're asking us, you got an offer that's for a temporary position. It's 90 days. Is that a red flag? And our answer is simply this. If you get this offer and it's worded as a temp job, not necessarily a red flag because you are treating every job as a temp job. Now that we have that philosophy out of the way, <laughs> you should probably ask a few more questions. Because you need to understand what the company is defining as temporary versus permanent. If there's no difference, if it's just your health benefits kick in at 90 days, 
fantastic. Take it. Consider it permanent. I've had offers where it was like, you're on a probationary period and like, we're going to evaluate you. And the 90 day mark came and I like, I built up to it. I had my 30, 60, 90 together. I had all my one-on-ones. I like, I was fucking prepared. Day 91 happened. And all of a sudden it was like, Nothing, Nothing actually happened. I was like, <laughs> okay, it was anticlimactic. <laughs> Great. I guess I'm here to stay. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> right. Um, but if there is a difference, if if your recruiter suddenly says, like, yeah, you're gonna be on a 1099 or you're gonna be a contractor for 90 days, and then we'll move you into W two, or we're gonna move you into more per, per position, if you're starting hourly and they're gonna move you to salary, if any of those any of answers that, are coming, that is a red flag. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because that's a different tax bracket. Mm. The company doesn't have as many responsibilities around 1099 employees as they do around W-2 employees. Right. Like, And it takes a lot of movement to go from 1099 to W-2 within a big organization. So that is a red flag. Okay. A couple other questions you should be asking is like, when does the temporary period end? How long is it exactly? Is there an evaluation criteria? Is something going to happen? Because I don't want to be sitting here at day 91 wondering if I have a job. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. You should also ask like, what does kick in at this tip, like when temporary becomes permanent? Is it just health insurance or is it other benefits? Is it employee discounts? Is it ski passes? Is it whatever? <laughs> we love the ski pass. Go to, our, go to our other episodes about that. Another episode you want to keep in mind, especially for temp to perm type positions like this one, Marissa, if that's what it is, and you're mm-hmm. asking yes. all the questions yes, that exactly. Vanessa's laid out to confirm, is episode 14. We called it New Year, New Job, New You, all about making sure you're optimizing your first month to make the most out of this career move. Absolutely. You can set yourself up for success or hamstring yourself in those first 30 days, no matter what it is, temp or perm. Temp, turns out. In quotes, or perm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think we need to remind ourselves of all of those things that we used to know as millennials. Yeah. We can't trust corporate America. Still true. Even more so. The economy still sucks. (laughs) Turns out. And as always, you need to make moves for you. You need to make moves for you. And that that requires you to know what you want and know how to get it. For Marissa, everyone listening, it requires that you know what you want and us, Ask Your Work Wife, to tell you how to get it. We're here to tell you the rules of corporate America as it exists today and some of the ways that are changing and how to fuck it up. Together, I mean, God, we're having like a with our powers combined moment here. But like, we can do this. Yes. This is the millennial way. So we're here to remind you what the rules are how to fuck them up, and how to use them to your advantage to get what you want. Today's rule of corporate America is (laughs) every job is a temp job. It would behoove you to never trust corporate America and do what's best for you. Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. The main point is every job is a temp job because corporate America is a sneaky little bitch (laughs) 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 or because you're quitting anyway for your next move.